0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Weed and Boys podcast, episode number 16. Boy, do we have a show for you. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, wildcard weekend, kind of our recap, what we thought of the games. Um, We're also going to do, just like last time we had an episode, we said we were going to um, have our NFL season and Cowboys yearly awards. Awards, sorry. And then to round it off, we'll be talking about Cowboys versus Packers, our preview and our prediction for this divisional game and this this divisional weekend I guess coming up. but first I'm one of your hosts, John Perez, alongside my good friend Jose Gill. How's it going, Jose? Hey man, how are you doing? Dun dun done, dun 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 Wow. Green Bay Packers. Yo. I'm just kidding. Yo, how about the those Pats. Cowboys, Jose? Yo, I'm not only, so nervous. Not only do we not play New York for the third time, but we play, I'm going to actually say like, just kind of peeking into my preview a little bit, I think we, I think we might have had a better matchup in playing the Green Bay Packers just a little bit. Um, We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, get into we'll get it. into, we'll get get into, into it. Yeah. Um, Jose, how you been, dude? Good. First of all, how you Good, been? man. How's Good. dude, you, you're so tired you were telling me. What happened? I am,
1: uh no, so I just started my um my last clinical rotation. Um so it's I have to i I'm going to this hospital to do orientation. Um mm-hmm. so I did two days of orientation. Um yeah. so tomorrow is actually my first full day um on the floor. So um yeah, I'm just I was I was just tired. Like I hadn't woken up at six o'clock in the morning. In a long time, how um, long was your break? By the way, it was like three weeks. No. <laughs> it was like three yeah. weeks.
0: I I I hear you there, bro. I hear so you. So I was
1: like getting used to you know sleeping in and doing whatever I wanted, and so mm-hmm. sort of kicked me in the butt. But I'm feeling better today. Um, you feeling better? Yeah, and I'm I think I'm ready for it. The hours aren't going to be too strenuous. Yeah. So I'm I'm
0: excited. How's it feel to be back at uh, Mary Baldwin? Good. It's good, man. It's good to be
1: back in the valley. Um, good to be back where I can see mountains and stuff like that. Trees, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. though they're very bare. There's nice. lots of There's snow down the ground. It's nice, dude. It's really nice. Did it snow
0: over there for you guys? It did. It okay. Did. It was like uh, a lot. Say
1: three to four inches.
0: Yeah, dude. My my parents in Virginia Beach got like twelve inches of snow. That's what I heard. Or about a foot of snow. They blocks. probably had
1: no idea what to do no they definitely out, it. dude.
0: it's so funny they all called it um all these virginia beach people called it uh snow snow apocalypse 2017 or snowmageddon or whatever and i'm like yeah. you guys would just guys call it anything that was snows down there snowmageddon yeah. or you snowpocalypse yeah. you know um, uh, but i'm excited because i hope it snows up here like it usually has that we usually have at least one huge storm yeah winter storm yeah. a year it's like you know that one that wipes us out for like a week yeah. so i'm excited for that one but anyway it did snow up here for like a little bit maybe like maybe like an an inch or two maybe mm-hmm. an inch and a half mm-hmm. at the most Um uh, but my little guy got to play in the snow for the first time nice How, so that was like a lot it? of fun he liked it a lot yeah. he was like i don't know what this is but i like it like <laughs> i'm crawling everywhere i like this um and um That's yeah great. so it was good it was good it was real good we got to uh hang it was really a relaxing weekend i thought um yeah, so yeah. It, good could good, 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 good to be back, dude. Um, Jose, I was actually talking to your sister, and I might oh, be yeah. watching the game with your with your family this week, dude. Oh,
1: that's gonna be crazy this weekend.
0: I because I that I have the crazy. I have like the uh, I'm like desperate to watch it with Cowboys fans. I don't really want to watch it at home by myself. I uh, I don't yeah. know. It's no, weird.
1: The last time I watched it with my brother and my dad, um, I told you it was. We were in Nashville. We were playing mm-hmm. the Giants. Yeah. Um, we got rocked yeah and then giants fans were like talking trash the whole time or maybe
0: i shouldn't watch it then if you, <laughs> you know scared. what i mean I don't yeah know. i just want
1: to warn you oh, before man. anything and oh man yeah i love my brother um he just doesn't know he just doesn't know
0: Is that, that's what you're saying no we're time, just right? we're
1: all like we're all pretty serious about it yeah i think that that's the biggest thing about it did
0: you see this uh thing that's floating around the internet that the cowboys posted today um it was like the Cowboys uh, bandwagon form you can fill out. Oh yeah, dude! It was like a bandwagon Moose, sign up sheet. Yo, Moose sent that to me like oh no, probably
1: like at week nine of the season.
0: Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. He's like, dude, I think I might sign up. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny because like the the Cowboys actually posted it. So I was like, like the official Cowboys Facebook and Twitter That's so posted funny. it. So like uh. Let me just read it real quick. It says official bandwagon fan application for the Dallas Cowboys. Your first name and your last name, of course. Previous experience rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. 1971, <laughs> 1977, the 90s, 2007, 2014. First win in 2016 when Zeke was drafted. 11 straight wins right now. <laughs> for me is the 90s. Like that's it's easy. That's the it's the 90s for me. When that's have sweet. you ever talked trash about the Cowboys? Your three um Options are, I would never. Maybe. Just don't check check my Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. <laughs> yes, but let's leave that in the past. <laughs> Next question. Have you ever cheered for any of the following teams? Applicants may be subject to further questioning if any of the following are checked. Redskins? Eagles? <laughs> Giants? Packers? Oh or Steelers? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um and please list and then it, uh, right underneath that it says please list all previous teams you were a fan of team how many years and reason reasons for leaving and so that's so funny <laughs> <clears throat> and then it says can, can you name, you name the following players following players <laughs> okay so i'm gonna be real i definitely can name three out of the four obviously uh i can't i don't know who the left two are like i know who one of Is them has tyron i think crawford? left no that's not tyron crawford the guy on the left, I think, is Kyle Wilbur, for sure. Far I don't left. know who the guy next to him is. I think, I think that, that might be Gatchkar. No, Gatchkar's a white dude, bro. I follow him on Twitter. That dude's not white? That dude's not white. They look uh, Hispanic or something, or African-American, <laughs> <light>. Um <clears throat> The next guy after that, we know who that is. He's always missing every single week. You know who that is, right? The Escobar? That's Escobar. <laughs> and all the way to the right, it's our boy number 30 for the cowboys rookie the rookie anthony brown anthony brown hell yeah but i think i think that might be uh, the N- nizoa guy nizoa he's like a third third string uh linebacker I'm they, pretty sure I feel like they gave you pretty obscure players to look at which is like, good because that's pretty if, hard I feel like if you can't at least name two out of the four yeah then then you're not a real Cowboys fan like Do come mind on
1: working on Thanksgiving I love Do that
0: you,
1: yeah I love it no I didn't I didn't mind working
0: on Thanksgiving no that's I why was there I love it I love it um did I tell you this week that I was actually looking I I, I tweeted I texted you and I tweeted this but I was actually looking uh for tickets to go to the game yeah. and plane tickets. Did you actually And would like you believe it or not? I found tickets it. for the game and plane tickets to Texas for $400. Oh my god. Round trip. Is that oh my that's my pretty gosh. good deal, right? That's pretty good deal. I mean, your tickets the for 200, but like round trip. Yeah. Was that round trip? And then That was round trip. $200 for oh, round dang. trip. Oh dang. And playoff tickets to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs when would you for leave? when would you leave so I planned it I was ready to do it I got vetoed by the wifey of oh. course um, but I was going to leave Saturday morning like four o'clock in the morning okay. get there by 10 a.m. okay I was going to either Uber or should rent a car no I was going to Uber I mean come on you got to Uber yeah. Uber to the game you could easily Uber or get a tax to the game or a taxi to the game you know yeah go to the game at four leave by like seven uber back to the airport by eight and my flight would be leaving at 10 p.m the same day it would be a one-day trip that's it would be the most epic trip ever though you gotta admit that would you gotta admit that would be so epic dude wow um i would i would have loved that dude i would have so loved it i would have so loved it man i got i was so ready to do it i was ready to use my fantasy money that i won Oh, and then i gosh. was of course i was like well you know i'm married now i gotta ask the wifey right yeah uh i got i asked the wife oh, of God. course and uh that was my downfall i got vetoed hard vetoed really it. hard you should just yeah. done it dude <laughs> yeah yeah she okay so <laughs> she would have been so pa- she i would have been, been so she would have been so pissed no like been she been in the
1: doghouse like oh for yeah. a long
0: time it would have been bad it would have been bad it's okay though because i'm happy because a i get to save my money and then b you know yeah. i get to uh I get to uh, stay home and watch. I like to watch NFL games, honestly, in the comfort of my in my of my own home. Honestly,
1: you know? I'm. I think you have to go to the stadium. You have to. Oh, go yeah, and watch a game. Oh yeah. You have oh, to. Definitely, definitely. At least one. I will. I will. I always I just feel... love like watching it. Like you have, you have a way better view. Yeah, experience. personally.
0: Well, I mean, like, yeah, exactly, like, yeah. I mean, of course, you got to go once. You got, you know, if I lived in Dallas, I would definitely be going oh. like all the time. All the time, but uh, you know, I don't. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode sixteen of the Weedon Boys Podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, John Perez, alongside Jose Gill. We talk Dallas Cowboys every single week. Uh, this week, we're gonna be talking about. Of course, I'll, I'll remind you we're going to be talking about Wild Card Weekend, our NFL Season Awards and Cowboys Awards for 2016-2017, and then we're going to end it with our Cowboys-Packers preview. Um, if you like this show or any of the shows that I host, please go to um, Weedem Boys uh, Podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, you can follow us there. Uh, for the podcast episodes. You can also leave us a review. Uh, no new reviews this week, Jose. Hopefully we'll get some more in the future. Uh, you can also follow us at Boys underscore pod. Do we get any questions this week? Not yet. It, I we don't sh- think we did. Hopefully yeah, we we'll should probably do it a little l- a little earlier in the yeah. week. Yeah, you know, get, uh, And then start tweeting out uh, random a cowboys. Of a,
1: t- of a Twitter.
0: Huh? It's such a
1: it's such a, like an infant of a Twitter. It has It's like, such
0: an infant. It's brand new, guys. So help it's us out. Brand spanking new. Tweet us your questions. We love to um talk to you guys, especially shout you guys out on the podcast. If you lo- uh leave us a review, guys, especially if you like this podcast, um yeah. you know, we love to we love to read the v- reviews on the air. So um yeah. That's pretty much it. Jose, are you ready? Let's do it. Episode 16, Jose. Let's start every show like we always do. Because we didn't win or lose. We didn't win Jose. or lose. So, we might, so I well. think we just keep it going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jose! How, how about, about them Cowboys? Them Cowboys. You know, I think the Cowboys won this week, honestly. You know, we had a bye week where we got a lot of rest. Get to rest. No one got injured. Get um,
1: to look at some film.
0: We got to look at some film. You know? We, we know who we're playing next week. Yeah. You know, we've had, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure we've had two weeks to prepare for either team. Yeah. You know? So I'm excited. Uh, Wildcard weekend, Jose. Um, let's go over our predictions uh, Houston versus Oakland, Seattle versus Detroit, Pittsburgh versus Miami, Green Bay versus New York.
1: Um, I think I was like, I think I lost every single game. <laughs> did you really? I think I did. I, ra- <laughs> I was. Do you going, have it I went for somewhere? the Raiders, I was going for the Lions. Uh, I don't remember who I was going for. There's no way you
0: picked Miami. There's no way you picked Miami. No,
1: no, I didn't pick Miami. Okay, so I won at least one of them. I don't remember okay. what I d- who I picked for. Do you, um, do you
0: have them written down? That's my question. From last week.
1: Oh God! Somewhere. It away.
0: Okay, so our uh, Week in Houston. I'm honestly Jose. Like I watched all the games, and I'm yeah. pretty boring. Like honestly, yeah, like the, there it was
1: were... a lo- Lots of lopsided games.
0: Yeah. I think that no, no wild card team won. All the divisional team, all the uh, division winners won. So yeah, you, you know, you didn't even need to have the wild card weekend yeah. technically. Um, Houston beat Oakland pretty badly. Um, you you got to feel for Oakland. They I played, played so a hell of a year, Oakland, man. You know, no Derek Carr, no offense, really. Um, Seattle versus Detroit. I don't know if you know this, Jose, but ever, um, ever since um, what's his name, Matt Stafford broke his finger on that arm, they've it's never they haven't won the a game. They haven't won a game. That sucks. It started with us, and they never won a game since. That sucks. So you got to feel. F- I mean, they were on a roll. They were the number two seed at one point. Oh, my gosh. Um, Pittsburgh versus Miami. Uh, you can't stop Pittsburgh can't. right now. Like Green Bay, they're on fire, I think, with they're Le'Veon just too Bell. And good. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Um, And, of course, Green Bay, New York. New York kept it close at first. I was a little bit nervous. I was, too. I I, uh, watched that game. Yeah, dude. I tweeted. I was like, yo, New York's got a shutdown defense. Like, legit shutdown defense. Yep. And then I think after a while, Aaron Rodgers just figured them out and kind of blew them open.
1: I don't know Mm -hmm. what happened. Like,
0: What were were your um, kind of observations on Wild Card Weekend on any of the games, really? I don't – you can talk about any game. uh, game.
1: I think I was just disappointed in uh, the Raiders, like – their backup looked like it was just so bad. I don't even, I, don't even, I think his name was Connor Cook or something like we that. You were supposed to
0: draft him over Dak Prescott, by the
1: yeah, way. Yeah, that was really bad. Um he threw I think like four or five interceptions. Oof. Um it was just it was just bad to watch. Um yeah, I it was just bad to watch. And then the Seahawks versus Lions, I just felt bad for um for Matt Stafford. Thomas Rawls had a crazy, amazing game. Um, Doug Baldwin caught a pass with his butt.
0: Yo, that was crazy. <laughs>
1: that was nuts. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm just, I don't know. I, I guess I like the Seahawks. I like Russell Wilson. But, to be honest, like, I was just, I was ready for the Lions to to make a move into the playoffs. But, I guess it just didn't happen. Dude, they're 0-8 um,
0: in their last eight playoff, playoff such a shame. Uh, experience. Oh, playoff appearances. Which is
1: crazy Uh, Dolphins, I knew they didn't have a chance I knew that Big Ben They're just clicking on all cylinders Mm -hmm. Um, And then Packers, Giants uh, I was a little bit torn I, I feel like we talked about this last podcast I was a little bit torn About who I wanted to win So I guess I don't like the Giants as much Because I don't know I don't know if my uncle listens to this podcast He's a huge Giants fan but um, every all the Giants fans were talking so much trash, like, and then they, and then that whole like whole video that came out that they were <laughs> the boat shirtless. Oh Not only the yeah. boat, but they were shirtless while warming up. Like, oh yeah, are you guys r- like ridiculous? Like, yeah. it's it's just ridiculous. It's over the top. It's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of happy that they got smashed in the face. Yeah, in the end, I'm like, kind of happy too. Um. So, I I guess I'm happy about that. Um, And Aaron Rodgers, I guess I'm just scared of Aaron Rodgers. But other than that, I think I was pretty much – my predictions were bad. But I think that overall, I was just more impressed with the Steelers and the Packers than anybody else.
0: Right. Uh, For me, I was – like, I think I picked Oakland to be Houston. Uh, Yeah. I picked Seattle to be Detroit. I picked Pittsburgh to be Miami. And I actually think I picked – Green Bay to pick me to beat New York for the Houston versus Oakland game. I just felt so bad for the Raiders because you could tell they're like, without Derek Carr, they're just a completely different team. You know?
1: Yeah. It all revolved around him.
0: And to be honest with you, it just, it just seemed like Oakland wasn't in it as much as Houston was in it. You know? Um, I don't think Houston's that great of a team. I will say their defense is amazing. Um, Houston's defense. I mean, think about it. They don't even have JJ Watt out there. Mm -hmm. They have the number one defense in the NFL. I just um,
1: i I saw that game. I was looking at the game. And I remember I was watching it, and I was like, "Wow, they just completely like every player gave up. Like it yeah. just didn't seem like there was any pep in their step. There was no more
0: motivation for you know, for anything. Right. So I just felt <clears throat> um, bad. I was rooting for Detroit really hard because I would love to play Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Seattle is a kind of a fluke, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as they used to be. I would agree. Um, I think they just played Detroit. I think Detroit sucks. To be honest with you, and they, um,
1: and the Seahawks were at home. So the like, Seahawks
0: are at home. They ne- they barely lose at home. So yeah. it's pretty tough to beat Seattle at home. So I mean, it's kind of a gimme game. I think they go. I think I think going forward next week, I think Seattle will give Atlanta a run for their money. Only because I don't think Matt Ryan is amazing as everyone thinks he is. He's one and four in his last playoff in his last five playoff games. Yeah. Um, I think he'll he'll have some trouble with that Seattle I, secondary. I think that's um, a really good segue. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Pittsburgh versus Miami. I mean, come on. I mean, Pittsburgh. All, it was going to be Pittsburgh all the really? way. Well, yeah. yeah, it wasn't even going to be close. There to be honest with yeah. you, like I knew that game was going to be such a blowout. Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon Bell. Dude, Le'Veon Bell? Have you watched this guy run the ball? He's he's amazing. Unbelievable. Like I don't understand yeah. how he like he'll ca- he'll like oh carry the ball. He'll stop. Literally wait for his offensive line to do their thing, and then he'll go. And this I don't understand.
1: Ridiculous.
0: I don't understand how he does it. It's kind of like <laughs> it's stupid. Like he shouldn't be able to do that. You know, it's amazing. And uh, the Green Bay versus New York game, I thought that was going to be the best game of the weekend. Uh, it turned I still out to think be a blowout in the second. It did half. in <laughs> the end. It did, but I felt like New York had a lot of chances to go out there and win the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I thought they gave. Uh, Aaron Rodgers way too much time in that backfield. I don't understand because they they had him figured out for like three and a half quarters. Yeah, you know, I don't get it. And then they just ended up like blowing the game. Later I, I tweeted that I did want to play New York because I don't didn't think they could beat us three times in a that's row. That's what that's what I was thinking. I'm also nervous to play Aaron Rodgers because he's so on fire right now. God. Um, yes. I don't know. I, I guess uh-huh. we'll we'll talk about it in uh, later on in the show. Uh, what let's we get think. to
1: these awards,
0: bro. Yeah, dude, let's do that. Um, Jose, let's start off with the, the Cow... Oh, you want to start with the NFL? Nah, let's start off with the Cowboys Seasons Award. And then sure. we'll go to our NFL Season Awards. If you're not familiar, this is the very first ever, first annual Weed and Boys Podcast Season Awards. We're going to be giving you know the MVP Award, Defensive Player of the Year Award, uh, not only to the Cowboys players, but also Jose and I will... Um, be doing uh, our awards for the NFL season for all NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jose, let's uh, let's um let's here's how we'll do this, Jose. Uh, we'll go from the bottom to the top, okay. um, and then we'll um you'll t- we'll each take a turn. Is that is that okay. okay for you? Or do you want to go all you want to do all of your awards, then I'll do all of my awards at once? Or do you want to take turns? Let's just take turns. Okay, let's just take turns, yeah. uh, Jose. These are the Weedon Boys uh uh Weedon Boys podcast uh Cowboys awards uh let's start off with the Weedon Boys most underrated player of the year who you got Jose and I got and also Jose give me a little reason why you pick them okay
1: so um i picked david irving uh oh, i think nice. that he was uh people weren't expecting much out of him um i think he came out and he really made his presence known uh, Came
0: from the Chiefs practice squad, too. Exactly.
1: So I I think we've been ranting and raving about him for a while, and I think he was definitely very underrated, and he turned the tide on a good amount of games um, and he made his Completely changed presence, the no.
0: Packers' first game and then completely exactly. changed the Buccaneers' game that one game. Exactly. So, giving him my award. Very nice. Uh, I was going to give my award to uh, Jeff Swaim, uh the tight end, who was a complete amazing blocker also had some huge plays early on the year he got hurt which i'm really 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 sad for because he was an amazing remember him you guys you know talking about yes i did he was amazing he was a rookie tight end great great um people are like yo like Jason Wynn doesn't have, new, doesn't have that many years left. We should probably find his replacement. And I, think I think we, we have did. our replacement right there. I think we you can know?
1: drop Gavin Escobar. At least, oh, hell yeah. I always keep in second string because hell I think yeah. Jeff no, I think we definitely play. did a great job. <laughs> I
0: think we can. <laughs> uh, Jose, I think we could drop <laughs> Gavin Escobar, honestly. Uh, but no, I mean, he got injured, so I, I don't think I can fully give my award to him. Jose, I'm going to give the Weedem Boys podcast Most Underrated Player of the Year to... JJ Wilcox, bro. Oh my gosh. Um, this guy my um, had a completely t- um a, a crazy year last year, up and yes. down. Uh people were making fun of him because of the angles he takes all the time. Yeah. Uh, he can he can never be a bullhawk. This year had an amazing season. I mean, talk about he, a guy who comes in for Barry Church and just completely yeah. you don't miss a beat when he comes in no, the game, you know.
1: He he's completely changed. I, I was watching the two thousand fourteen divisional highlight uh, mm-hmm. di- Divisional playoff highlights. Sorry, mm-hmm. and he got his ass kicked. Like, oh, he his totally, angles, like his his ankles were, were so horrible. Bad. He got his ankles broken. Yeah, it was like he was on skids out there. And like, <laughs> yo, he got were, I
0: think in the beginning of the season, I called him like the worst. Co- he's the worst player on our team,
1: dude. And he like, improved so much. Oh, he killed it this he year. I was I'm so proud. He of was this head guy. hunting. He was. Every time he was out he there, had, he I think he had like three or four
0: interceptions there. or something like that this year. It was great. He's amazing. He's a great player. I'm. I'm. He's my underrated player of the year. He doesn't get talked about That's enough great. on this defense. No, yeah. Um, he's not a starter on this defense no, anymore. He, yeah. But he's definitely when when we go into that nickel package and Barry Church drops down to cover the tight end. JJ Wilcox is back there and he's awesome. He's got that um, chip on Speaking somebody. of uh, a player who could have <laughs> been the the. Uh, this award let's go into our Weedon boys garbage player of the year which is the worst player of the year um award who you got yeah. jose
1: i got mark sanchez <laughs>
0: i was i was
1: about to put terrence williams but that's Terrence awesome, is actually kind of beneficial
0: i almost put terrence williams there i was dude. about he, to put Terrence. if it wasn't for the last what oh four weeks God. of the season or three weeks oh of the season he would have been there but <laughs> hey Yo, you have, did... have my sanchez though that's awesome
1: what'd you put
0: uh well tell me why you put Mark Sanchez. I'll tell you who mine okay. is.
1: Okay, Mark okay, Mark, you have one job. Here we go. All right. You have <laughs> one job. You make short well, passes, you complete those passes, hand it off and to you, Zeke. And you don't make interceptions. You don't throw interceptions, man. Like you're the second what? Third string quarterback. What are you doing out there, man? Like Yeah make Incredible. yourself valuable like <laughs> you have to go out there and impress people like you did not do that like yeah. your dra- your trade stock dropped dramatically i would be surprised if we had him on our team next year yeah it yeah, was no, just no, no. so pitiful you had one job <laughs> and you couldn't do it
0: um yeah i told that's awesome i like that pick honestly i kind of want to change my pick um <laughs> no my pick uh, i kind of have a tie jose for this yeah. for this award uh, for the gar for the Weedon Boys podcast, garbage player of the year award, I was going to pick Ra- Randy Gregory. Uh, oh, just because yes. of you know this guy, he gets suspended, and honestly, like this is an amazing team, and I think he deserves to be on this team because mm-hmm. of his talent. Um, but the way he just c- continues to get in trouble with the league, uh, another and has, one, you know, has. A substance abuse problem, you know, and then he gets another one on top of the suspension that might get him suspended for another year. (laughs) What is he doing? Um, But, um, you know, I think, honestly, I think my award goes to him. I kind of want to pick Gavin Escobar, too, just because, like, (laughs) this is a guy who's a second-round pick that we we used on. Supposed to be the guy to replace Jason Wynn. Supposed to be kind of your Antonio Gates kind of player, uh, athletic yeah. basketball player, and he just hasn't done anything in, 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 on our team. And he continues to even miss a ton of blocks that he can't. He can't block. Um, I don't know. Like I, I would pick either of those guys. I think there's mm-hmm. a tie for garbage player of the year. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. All right, Jose. Let's get into our next award: the Weedon Boys Play of the Year uh okay. what do you got for the play of the year all lots right. of great uh, plays okay. this year i
1: i have two plays in mind that all one, right. one just came into my mind literally okay. r- just two seconds ago nice but i'm gonna say what game my plays in you're gonna tell me what game your plays in and i'll determine what play i will pick.
0: all right so there so you, okay cool I, right.
1: my play is from the lions game
0: really yeah which one which, what about you mine is from uh the pittsburgh game uh, oh, not nine, nine, uh, nine seconds left. Oh Z cuts it up the middle. Yes. Game over, dude. Yes, game over. I would have
1: picked that one, but my my play of the year okay. has to be the Des Bryant throw to Jason Witten. Oh
0: my gosh! Oh, I, I, I forgot about that. That's such a I, good play. I
1: think play. I think that it's just a testament to how cheeky of a bastard Scott Lenahan is. Yeah, I know. Totally, he is. He is a tricky shyster. Yeah, um, totally. And he's been drawn up plays and schemes and been doing a great job so i think i just had to i had to put that one in
0: yeah i you know for me i was thinking of two two plays too i think the dak prescott game winning touchdown against the eagles Mm -hmm. um to witten you know talking about that sunday night game yeah um but honestly moment like time and place you know that pittsburgh game we were seven and one seven straight wins pittsburgh had our number the whole day you know that game was such an emotional game. Oh my um, God! They did the fake spike to Antonio Brown. Uh, I thought it was over, honestly. Unbelievable um, We run it up, we run it up, we run it up. Uh, we throw it up. Uh, Jason Wynn gets a face mask penalty that puts <sighs> us into field goal range to go into overtime. But we don't. And, and we do call it. a run up the middle, oh hoping God. to just get into the middle. And Zeke just the hole opens up and it's like the it's gates like the of heaven red open sea. you know what i mean and <laughs> like, dude, i remember losing it i remember taking off my jersey uh running around my apartment half naked dude i come on oh play of the God. year dude that was it such was an amazing. amazing game that was that was, was an, that was an
1: game. unbelievable game i think like if you could put any game i know the super bowl is probably going to be great i know these playoffs are going to be great there's still some season left but regular season i i don't know man that was an unreal game.
0: Yeah, that game was, that game was insane. That game was so insane. Damn. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, next up, next award is the Weenum Boys Comeback Player of the Year, Jose. This, so this is a player who yeah. might have been injured last year or wasn't on the team last year or something. You know, something happened last year. Now they're playing pretty well this year. Who you got?
1: I got Orlando Skandrick. Oh,
0: really? That's a good, that's a good, yeah, that's, a good he, that's a great uh, he pick. He was actually.
1: injured all of last year. I had to go and find some injury reports online. Um, and he was injured for, at I think, all of last year. He was on the injured reserve. And um, then he came back this year. He's had a great year. So Yeah, he's had I'll, a hell of a year. Hats off to him.
0: <clears throat> hell of a year. Um, my comeback player <laughs> can actually win this award twice. He can win this award next year as well. Um, honestly, he has been injured kind of this year as well. Um, I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. But honestly, when he did play, he was our best defensive player, honestly, other than Sean Lee. My Wheaton Boys comeback player of the year is Morris Claiborne. Oh, yeah, And man. I know like that oh, might yeah. be like kind of a weird thing to give it to him because he is injured a lot this year. Yeah, I, think I, was, he was I would have given it to him. I think he was – no, I think Skandrick is a great award. But I think he was injured, what, week nine or something like that and hasn't come yeah. back since. And he's coming back this week, which is awesome. But honestly, when sweet. Morris Claiborne was in there, he was a legit shutdown corner. Like, like he legit. played out
1: of his mind.
0: Oh, and it was so funny because we were all we, – he's a player we make fun of a we lot of the time. Sh- we always –
1: oh, man, um, we hated him.
0: Yeah. You yeah. hated him. I, I mean <laughs> – I'm mean, I, i'm always a believer in him dude i i like to believe in these players who who just they he has my heart man so we'll see we'll see what Let's happens see. in the playoffs I, I i'm excited for him to play again so yeah um so jose we kind of have a a mistake here uh okay i have offensive defensive rookie of the year okay. and then i have rook, just plain rookie of the year go uh go ahead and uh take out rookie of the year because that doesn't make any sense if, if okay. that makes sense that's fine with so me. go and take that out um and if you want to change your offensive defense or rookie of the year, nope. you can do that right now. Nope. It, it's all good. Okay. That works perfectly. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna change mine. Okay. I'll
1: just say my defensive rookie yeah, of the year. Yeah,
0: Weedon Boys Podcast, defensive rookie of the year. Who you got? Goes to Anthony Brown. And I have the same thing. You He's, Tell me why.
1: Oh, man. I think, you know, he had to cover for uh, – did he start? As a corner, he or he did starts. He, he, yeah. he start? Well, did he come in for Morris Claiborne? He came in or for did, Morris Claiborne. That's okay, correct. that's so. I think that him covering his spot, he's done admirably. Yeah. I know that he's gotten beat in some, you know, high-profile games. Yeah, but for the most part, I think that he's done a pretty admirable job. Oh, um, yeah, and I think he has a solid future. Good head on his shoulders, um, good legs. He can run. He, I don't know. He's just great. I'm really excited he, yeah. about him.
0: I I completely agree. I mean, you he's a rookie. First of all, sixth round pick out of Purdue. Yeah. Um. Our best corner, Morris Claiborne, goes down right, and he's asked to cover that left side, um, spot with which Morris Claiborne had, and he comes in and he completely does an amazing job. He he mm-hmm. does a good enough job. He got beat a couple times. I don't think completely his fault. You know, a lot yeah. of quarterbacks go after him. I think he does more good than he does bad He's he's been a really fantastic uh rookie of the defensive player you know for us yep. and i think honestly moving forward he could take Carr's position or he can if, if Clayborn doesn't come back i think he can replace clayboard permanently sure. you know i think this is a guy who could one day be a great cornerback in this league and i think looking to the future he's going to be a great player for us i think
1: i think he just needs a little bit more seasoning and then uh then it'll be good
0: yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, so that was the Weedham Boys defensive rookie of the year. Now let's go to the offensive side. Weedham Boys podcast offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I, I have a feeling it's gonna be one of t- one or one of two guys. Who do, you, who do Who do Who do you got? I pick Zeke. Yeah, I pick Zeke too, bro. I pick Zeke.
1: Yeah. So uh, his his work speaks for itself. He's done a great job. Um. I I can't. I can't say enough. He's been exactly what we've needed him to be. He's done exactly what we've asked of him, and he's exceeded everybody's expectations. Yes, he was a first-round draft pick, but he's played exactly like a first-round draft pick, and he's the (laughs) rushing leader in the NFL. So um, I can't really say much.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, you talk about a guy who had to come in. I mean, first of all, let me just say this, you know, to all the people who say that anyone could just run behind that offensive line because I don't think anyone could just run behind that offensive no. line. I think people because, can do good against that offensive line, but I think with that offensive line plus a superstar back in Zeke Elliott, you have the NFL rushing leader. You know what I mean? Because look, look this at this guy, look,
1: look at Alfred Morris, look at Lance Dunbar, look at Darren McFadden. Darren McFadden had a one thousand yard rookie season, right? Or is that he had a one thousand r- season with the Raiders? So, like, and Alfred Morris was a great running back with the Redskins. So, like, but they haven't had, of course, they haven't had the snaps. But at the same time, like, we're not seeing them get the gains like Zeke is. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, think about last year. Uh, Darren McFadden ran uh, with this same offensive line. I think he only had a 1, 1,100 yards or something like that. And Zeke this year has over um 1600 yards and he yep. didn't even play in that last game. So if you think about it, let's just add 100 to that. You know, Zeke with this offensive line versus um McFadden with this offensive line is about 600 yards more. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. like Zeke is 600 yards better than than Darren McFadden, you know, with yep. the same offensive line. So I mean, the things that Zeke does for us honestly, you know, the way he runs the ball, the way he controls the clock for us, um you know, the way he has superstar runs. I mean, he had like I think he leads the league in uh yard runs over 20 yards or something like that. And uh, he's been amazing for us. I think he definitely deserves to be uh offensive rookie of the year. Now, the reason why I picked him as offensive rookie of the year, we'll get into it later. Um <clears throat> so yeah, uh Jose, uh you there still? Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's get into our next award, uh the Weedon Boys defensive player of the year. Who do you got? Uh it's so easy. Sean yeah. Lee. Yeah. He is a uh, He's
1: been playing every single game like it's his last. He had a horrible injury what 2 years ago. Um and he's just finding his rhythm. Rod Marinelli and him are really on the same page. He's been commanding that defense and doing a great job. So I'm really happy that um he's had the year that he's had and he just looks really, really I'm I'm a little bit disappointed that he didn't get to the Pro
0: Bowl to be honest with you. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Um But that's just me. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good pick. That's a great pick, honestly. My uh, Defensive Player of the Year, and I think the reason why uh, I didn't pick um, Sean Lee is I'll I'll let you know later. Uh, My Defensive Player of the Year for the Wiener Boys podcast is Byron Jones, actually. Uh, Byron Jones is a second-year player for us. Um, He's a safety. He completely took Wilcox's spot. Um, I think ever since uh, we've got Byron Jones... Um, I think our defense, especially our pass defense, who's only allowed a 100-yard receiver once this whole mm-hmm. entire year, mm-hmm. um, I think Byron Jones is a big part of it. Uh, he, think, he's yeah, a completely huge ball hawk. We ask him to not only play the safety position, but also play the nickel position. We play We make him play against tight ends, against wide receivers, yep. and he completely shows up to games. I think pound for pound, this guy is like a Swiss army knife. Uh, he does Dang. everything for our defense. Other, you know, Sean Lee's great. I think yeah. Byron Jones has been uh, honestly just as good as Sean Lee this year. And he's yeah. been playing incredibly, incredibly well the whole season. I think Byron Jones is a huge, huge reason why we're we're ranked fifth in defense. Um, so I picked Byron Jones for my defensive player of the year. Um, he's a beast. Uh, on the offensive side, the Wiedem boys offensive player of the year. Who do you got?
1: Goes to Cole Beasley.
0: Wow, what a pick! Sauce. Yeah, man,
1: put that sauce on it. Cole Beasley has had an unforgettable year statistically. I think that um, he was he was like a number three receiver with a uh, number three, number four behind Terrence Williams and Jason Wynn, whichever one you want to put there. When Roma was was a uh, was at the head of the of the team but I tell you what man he's been coming out he's not been coming out of nowhere but he's been catching everything that's been thrown to him Um, and he's been gelling so well with Dak um, that there's no he's just been playing out of his mind so I'm really really uh, really happy that he's had a great season and I definitely think he deserves the offensive player of the year from the we them boys podcast
0: very nice bro Uh, for the offensive player of the year. I'm going to go with um, Dak Prescott. Um hey. Yeah. Uh, I know he's a rookie. And that's. Mm-hmm. The, I try to spread my awards out, honestly, Jose. Yeah. So I gave the rookie of the year to Zeke for the offensive side. I'm going to yep. give the offensive player of the year to Dak Prescott. I mean, think about what Dak Prescott did for the Cowboys yeah. um, last year. It was all about quarterback. It proves yep. that you need a quarterback. You need a good quarterback in this league to be successful. You yep. talk about last year, dude, we had Brandon Whedon. We had. Matt Castle, we had uh, Moore um, back there, and we went 4-12. and 12. This year, we put in a, I mean, pretty much the same team, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more healthier than last year. Uh, but, I mean, Dak Prescott, he's a great quarterback, comes in 13-3. and three, You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. that is some good quarterbacking there. And he, the way that he controls the game, the way that he does not uh, completely take us out of the game, with turnovers, yeah. um, the way he can tr- keeps the, c- keeps the ball safe, um, he makes big plays when we need him make, to. When we need him to make make big plays, uh, and he and of course you know Dak and dunks it when when he needs to. Um, to me, Dak Prescott is our without him this year. I think we go four and twelve again uh, oh, to yeah. completely you know take over Romo's position and keep it. I mean, offensive player of the year in my opinion. Um, That's great. Yeah. Uh, Jose, let's get into the coach of the year, the Weedon Boys coach of the year. Who you got? The Weedon Boys coach of the year goes to Scott Lenahan. Yeah, buddy. That's my coach of the year as well. Yeah. he
1: is. Uh, I, he's just been doing a heck of a job with two rookies, um, doing a great job with using his resources of the O-line. He's been throwing great plays. Um, we were complaining a little bit early on in the season – first i would say three weeks the play calling wasn't as great as we wanted it to be um but i tell you what it has really really improved
0: yeah i agree he and he so, and now he's like a master magician at it you know
1: it's yeah um, it's just ridiculous
0: yeah yeah minus scotland on too just his play calling, especially the last later the half of the season, the way he continues to use two rookies and like he maximizes these two rookies to so their potential every single yep. week, you know? Yep. Uh he doesn't get Dak into trouble with all these uh shotgun calls. He calls a lot of play action which is good. He runs the ball. I mean you think about Scott linehan we led the league in um our favorite stat, right? We led the league in um time of possession. And I think a lot that of that has to do with uh Scott Linehan. uh I think our mantra all this year, Scott Linehan helps out our defense. You know the mm-hmm. best offense. You know the best the best defenses are offense, right? Um, yep. I think yep. Scott Linehan has done a fantastic job. Although it's really close. Rod Marinelli, love the guy. Rod Jason Marino. Garrett, I think completes us. You know, yeah. I, you can't go wrong um, with yep. with, uh, with all those guys. But uh, Scott Linehan takes the cake for me in in that award. Yep. Uh, all right, our final uh, award of the night for the Cowboys Awards, the Weenem Boys Player of the Year. Who do you got?
1: My Weedon Boys Player of the Year is 2000, Dak 2016. <laughs> Prescott.
0: Yeah, dude. What a player.
1: Um, you said everything that I basically want to say. I'll add in. Um, I, he's just playing in one of the biggest arenas you could ever play in. Uh, the fan base of the ca- Dallas Cowboys <clears throat> is huge. Uh, there's a lot of pressure there. I would say that he has the poise. I've, we've said this time and time again. He has a poise, he has a maturity, he has the intelligence, and he has a command of the offense um, as a rookie, which is unparalleled. um, So I I I just have to give him the Player of the Year award for the We Dem Boys 2016 podcast. That's
0: awesome. Uh, My We Dem Boys 2016 Player of the Year goes to Sean Lee. Um, you asked me why I didn't pick him for yeah. defensive play of the year. It's because he's my player of the year. Honestly, yeah. Sean Lee to me is the quarterback of the defense. The yep. way that he completely, uh, calls out defensive calls. He, he's the quarterback for that defense. I think he's the one who calls out the plays for the defense. Um, the way he just played so well this year, uh, I is the complete travesty and, and disrespect to him that he did not make the pro bowl. Yeah. Um, he made first team all defense, which is funny. Yep. How do you make first team all defense and, and not make the Pro and Bowl. make not make the Pro Bowl? Um that Sean Lee sense. is he's an amazing player. You know, he gets the rap for being injured a lot. Um, but he did play in all the games this season and he was healthy. And I'm yep. so proud of this guy that I just have to give him my player of the year. I think he's been great. I think yep. the reason why our defense is so good is because of this guy. Um and the way that he gels this team this defense. Uh and you know, that's Sean Lee, congratulations, man. Oh uh, boy all right uh, let's go into our NFL season awards uh, Jose do you want to actually how about you lead this segment and, and yeah. I'll go first this time all right sounds good so top, top uh, to bottom. We, again uh, Jose you can turn off the uh, t- take away the rookie of the year I think that's the voting one the, the Pepsi okay. one okay so, all right
1: so we have to do the rookie of the year one
0: we have to do we, oh, we don't have to do the rookie of the year one that says Pepsi Max that's, I, mm. I, that was in there by accident basically we have to do all the AP ones mm, all the okay. AP ones okay
1: Okay, it's going to change it up so, for me now.
0: So, AP Comeback Player of the Year, AP Ooh. Defensive Rookie, AP Offensive Rookie, AP okay. Defensive Player he of the Year. You want to a- do the
1: executive and the assistant coach. Executive and assistant okay. still, yeah, definitely. So, um, we basically g- generated these from, of course, the Associated Press. Um, The AP Comeback Player of the Year, who do you have, brother?
0: I have DeMarco Murray, former Cowboy. Um, wow. You talk about a guy... Okay who um, was in Philadelphia last year, and he was completely un- underutilized under a garbage coach named uh, Chip Kelly. Um, uh, and yeah. they didn't know how to use him. You know, They kept trying to run him out of the shotgun, which doesn't work. And DeMarco Murray gets traded to the um, to the uh, Tennessee Titans, and he comes out. And for a while, he was the number two running back in the league behind Zeke Elliott. Mm-hmm. And he was rushing and killing it. Uh, he was catching and throwing, looking like he did on the Cowboys. And honestly... You know he. You know after last year, after having a terrible year, being underutilized, being injured, Tamarco Murray wins my AP Comeback Player of the Year award. He
1: looks great. Yeah, I like it. Who do you got? I have from the Green Bay Packers Jordy Nelson. That's a
0: great pick. That's a great pick. He
1: uh he had an unbelievable season, as we all know. Busted his ACL last year, so yeah. <laughs> he couldn't play at all. No. Um, so he's just been playing lights out. Uh, I had him on my fantasy team. Did There's you really love it? Nice. I did. He, nice. he had an amazing year. So um, it's kind of unfortunate that he uh he busted his ribs, but we'll talk about yeah. that in the second yeah. podcast. So Fortunate uh, and unfortunate, yeah. right? So, all right, uh, moving on. So the AP Defensive Rookie of the Year Award, who do you have that going to?
0: I have Joey Bosa from the San Diego Chargers. I do um, too. Here's a guy who held out for – like he held out – all all through training camp, all through the preseason. I think he missed a couple games. Yep. And they finally he got him contractually contractually right, and he instantly came in and changed that defense and he had 9.5 sacks after missing like two or three games. He had you know, a great year. Yeah. He had a great year coming from Ohio State. That's who I had. And I
1: think that I think that, you know, he's a first round pick. He's exactly what people said he was going to be. He made a great transition from college to the NFL. Um and he really made a difference on the Chargers. Of course, they didn't have a great season, but uh, defensively, you could say that he definitely left his mark there. And he's uh, in the upcoming years. Yeah, totally. We'll agree. Look for him to be, you know, a big presence on that totally team.
0: Totally agree. Totally agree.
1: AP Offensive Rookie of the Year Award. Who are we speculating to win this, <laughs> brother?
0: <laughs> I think it's a Cowboy, and I you think, think so. His name is Ezekiel Elliott. Here's a guy, of course, I mean, what else can we say about this yeah. guy? The only thing I do want to add is the reason why I think he deserves to be uh, the rookie of the year. I think Dak definitely deserves it, too. I, I would be fine giving it to either of those guys. Yeah. But I think Zeke just a little bit more, um, only because he did a lot for this offense. He um, completely controlled the game, like I said before. But I will say uh, this guy was the second rush, second rushing rookie leader in in the history of the entire NFL. Yep. Something that has to be spoken for, you know.
1: And I would say uh, it's it's interchangeable for me. I originally had Dak as the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year, but and then I put Zeke as a Rookie of the Year, formerly the Pepsi Max one. Um, but I would have to say that Zeke, in terms of just the physicality of his play, and um, having to deal with r- good defenses, um, I know that people taunted him, talked trash a lot. Um, I'm not really worried about that, but I think that he did a really, really great job of holding his own as a rookie um, and leaving his mark on the NFL. Um, I know Dak Prescott had an amazing statistical year as well. Uh, In terms of passer rating, he is third behind uh, the leader, Matt Ryan, and uh, Tom Brady. So in in that regard, I think that he's definitely... definitely did a great job statistically, but I have to give the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year Award. I would like to see that go to Zeke.
0: That's good. So
1: what about the AP NFL Defensive Player of the Year (laughs) Award? Who would you like that to go to?
0: Um, Honestly, um, there's many people who could um, pick this award. I originally had Vic Beasley, who was a Saks leader um, for the Atlanta Falcons, and I wanted to pick him. But since, honestly, since since this is our award, uh, Jose... Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can make it whoever I want to. Yeah, Uh, you know I can make a Randy Gregory if I wanted to. Honestly, this is our award. You know what I mean. I'm. Yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna give my award to Sean Lee. I think Sean Lee uh, has been fantastic for the Cowboys defense. I said, you know, everything I wanted to say about Sean Lee. I said it in my Player of the Year. That's why I think he won my Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, and the way this guy has played all season, healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaks to, you know, his career and to what he's done this season. And, again, like I said, to get um, first-team All-Pro, you know, the All-Pro awards came out. He had first-team All-Pro at that middle linebacker position. And, you know, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. I think that's a travesty. So, you know, F-U NFL. I'm going to give him my AP NFL (laughs) Defensive Player of the Year. A little bit of a Homer award, by the way. (laughs) Just saying.
1: I, uh... I think that Khalil Mack is going to get that from the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, I think he had an outstanding year statistically. Uh, he's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Um, I didn't really watch much of the Raiders games other than I was rooting for Derek Carr. Um, and I think that Von Miller, I don't know. I Yes, he's great. I, I don't know. I think he's just a little washed up. Um, And I, I think that that sort of proves itself with the fact that they didn't Go to the playoffs, and I know that the Oakland Raiders went to the playoffs. They didn't go very far. <laughs> no, but no, they um, definitely did not. Yeah, I think that Kalomack like, definitely had a better better season. Yeah. Moving on, so the uh, AP NFL Offensive Player of the Year award, who are we speculating this to go to, good sir?
0: I have Matt Ryan uh, from the Atlanta Falcons. I think Matt okay. Ryan has had a stellar, stellar year. I think okay. that um he has been. Uh, fantastic all year long i think he's a model of consistency this year i think he leads the league in a lot of um stats like qbr like you said yeah and also he's led an atlanta team who missed a lot of julio jones during the year um to the second best record in the nfc um so i think and just the way he uh completely he's thrown to i think like Six different receivers, uh, every game or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's been fantastic. I think Matt Ryan definitely deserves the offensive player of the year for me.
1: Yeah. Um. For me, it's gonna be David Johnson.
0: No, he, dude, he's a beast. Oh my god, he's
1: ridiculous. Uh, I played. I think I played him at least twice in fantasy. I feel like i lost every time I played whoever had him on their team. Um, he had a great season at Arizona um 16 touchdowns. He was behind Garrett Blunt I think.
0: No, he had, he led the league in touchdowns this year with 20. Oh really? Yeah, he he uh he got 16 touchdowns rushing and four ca- four touchdowns catching. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Garrett uh, Blunt so. was second with 19 and Zeke uh was third with 17. Third. Yeah. Okay. Something like that.
1: Um so yeah, I'm just really Really impressed with what he did this season. So I'm giving it. He had 77 yards per game. Uh, he had 1,200 yards total this season. So um, he was running his little legs off. Um, all right. Next up Executive of the Year.
0: <laughs> I have uh, our guys, Jerry Jones slash Steven Jones. Three reasons, really, honestly. Uh, having the best record um, in the NFC, uh, yeah. drafting. Uh, the I mean, think, you talk about the draft this year. I think it's one of the best drafts ever for the Cowboys. Um, you're talking about Zeke with the first round pick, in the fourth round getting um, sleeper, getting Dak Prescott, and then of That's course your like
1: sleeper pick. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Good and talk. then honestly, like if you if you talk about other guys, Jeff Swain is a rookie. Yeah. Anthony Brown is a rookie. Malik Collins is a rookie. I mean, these guys instantly yeah. came in and made an impact on this team. Uh, my yeah. executive of the year goes to Jerry and Stephen Jones.
1: I have to give mine to, uh, Reggie McKenzie, the GM from Oakland. I think he, it's, uh, let's see, he took over in 2012. So, it was about three years until they got really, really good, um, until this year. So, I think he just made the decisions that needed to be made to change, you know, the state of, of the Raiders. Um, of course, Derek Carr coming in, um... Mike Crabtree. So, yeah, I I think that he's definitely done a great job with becoming the GM to – I think that the Oakland Raiders have such a bright outlook for their future. Of course, it's unfortunate about Derek Carr, but um, I think he set them up well for success. Um, I like it. Moving forward, assistant coach of the year. (laughs) Who I got do my, have that who do you think Dude, I got my go boy.
0: I, you know how I told you I spread out the awards? Uh yeah. for so for the Cowboys, I had Scott Linehan as the coach of the year for our Cowboys. Yeah. Uh honestly, my assistant coach of the year, if I was voting, would go to Rod Marinelli. Um because I'll tell you why, I'll it's go with him too
1: I'd go with him too.
0: Yeah, it's because he he did more with less. You know what I mean? Like we don't yes. have superstars on our defense. You know, I think yeah. Morris Claiborne, Sean Lee, and maybe Byron Jones are the closest thing we have to superstars. Yeah, uh, I think they're all really fantastic players. But again, th- you talk about a guy who's done more with less. I mean, he he we have guys like Malik Collins and Tyron Crawford and uh, Terrell McClain and uh, yeah. cornerbacks like Anthony Brown, who's a rookie. You know, and this guy completely got all of them ready each and every single week. And you talk about a defense who has only allowed one 100 yard receiver and zero 100 yard backs in the league. You know, yeah. Rod Marinelli, hats off to you.
1: I completely agree. There's uh, there's not much I can add other than the fact that um, he's started to change up his looks a lot. Uh, we were wondering, why are you going with the three-man set? I was wondering you know, why he would go with set, the three-man though, set dude. that you love. Um, but it it worked out, and he's been doing a great job. And um, yeah, I definitely think that he he deserves that assistant coach of the year. Yeah. So uh, now, John, what about the AP Coach of the Year award? Who do you give that to? I'm
0: I'm going with another homer pick, Jose. I got my boy Jason Garrett. Um, I think Jason Garrett is a fantastic coach. Um, here's a guy who has always been on the hot seat after three uh, straight eight and eight seasons. You remember that? Uh, then he goes from those eight and eight seasons to a four and 12 season. Yep. And we continue to stick with him because we believe he's a good coach. And not only does he get this whole team ready, he has awesome assistant coaches that he picked. Yeah. And guess what? We're 13 and three this year. I think Jason Garrett has done a fantastic job this year with this team, with two rookies that lead it. I think he uh, is definitely kind of like that quarterback whisper being a quarterback mm-hmm. himself um, mm-hmm. and, you know, been in the ear of Dak and really, you know, he's a fun coach. I think the guys love him and I think he deserves the AP coach of the year award.
1: I think he completely changed the narrative that was going on at Dallas. I think he really encouraged that environment and really I guess I'm I'm grateful to, you know, Jerry Jones to stick with him for so long. Um because any other, you know, this could have been the season that he could have gotten fired. Yeah. And so it, I'm really might have been. Oh, you know sorry. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that it wasn't that that yeah. way. I hope he's here um, for a long
0: time because I think he's the next great co- t- c- Cowboys coach. Honestly,
1: isn't he like one of the longest tenured at this point? He now? might be. He might be. Honestly, he's like second, I think he might behind be. Landry. We have to look that up. Like that. We, we have to look that up. Um, so I gave my Coach of the Year award to Jack Del Rio from the Raiders. Wow. Okay. Cool. I know that he's had a little bit of a turbulent coaching career. Yeah, uh, he was Jacksonville. At, he was at Jacksonville, so he hasn't been, you know, much of the winningest coaches ever, but I think that he's stuck with it and he's given them, you know, they've they've become a serious playoff contender this year. Um and I think I don't know, it's just one of these these really good sort of Cinderella stories. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Sort of like the Cowboys, but at the same time, I I just I like the way that he's been coaching them and the way that uh the way that he's been leading them. So, yeah. That's me. That's a good pick. That's me. Um all right, so the last one of the night, good sir, is the AP NFL Most Valuable Player a- award. So, who are we speculating this is going to go to, good sir?
0: <sighs> this is crazy, you know what I mean? Like there's so many good players this year. Um, yeah. I, there's so many people to pick from. Matt Ryan has been great. Tom Brady has been great. Um, yeah. although I don't think I personally could give it to Tom Brady because he did have that four-game suspension. Yeah, um, that
1: was my main reason for not picking him. Yeah,
0: either. I mean, if, if if it wasn't for that, I'd probably pick Tom Brady. But my NFL Player of the Year goes to, um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, you think you talk Whoa. about a guy who starts off really slow, uh, four and six at one point. Yeah, and then he says, "Hey, we're going to run the table," and you're like. I kind of believe about you. This. I kind of don't, you know? Yeah. And um, Aaron Rodgers, I think, ever since that, that that statement has been the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, you, you talk about a guy who comes in and he completely changes the game and he completely makes his offensive line better uh, by the way he scrambles and the way he dinks and dunks and the way he throws to everyone on his team. Yeah. I think without um, Aaron Rodgers, that 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 Packers team is a very, very terrible team, Um with Aaron Rodgers, I think they're a Super Bowl caliber team, which is crazy yeah. to say. I think the only quarterback I could say that about is probably Tom Brady. Um, but to me, Aaron Rodgers, because of his hot streak um, and yeah. be- because of the way he's played during that hot streak, I mm-hmm. think he's had zero interceptions. He hasn't turned the ball over once during that hot he's, streak. He's been ridiculous, um, dude. He's been fantastic. I think he deserves the uh, uh, NFL Most Valuable Player Award.
1: Um, I picked Matt Ryan. I'm Very a little nice. bit reluctant to give it to him. Um They've had, you know, they're 11-5 and this season. Uh, They got first-round bye in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's been putting up insane numbers. I think that's the biggest one for me. Um, He has a great team, of course, in the playoffs. Uh, Julio Jones, unbelievable wide receiver. Uh, Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman. Uh, So I think that he's just been a great captain. And I feel like he's one of these guys that he's – He's been sort of like a B list celebrity in the quarterback world. Like he's always sort of been there, but he's never really like showed out. You know what I mean? And I think that this year he's really, really uh been playing the best football of his career. So um I'm looking forward to see what, what he does in playoffs, but I think he definitely deserves that most valuable player award from the AP.
0: Oh, yeah, that's awesome pick. All right, Jose, there you go. Those are our uh, NFL season and Weedon Boys podcast yearly awards. Uh, Hopefully, uh, congrats to all those guys. Hopefully, we'll tweet them and let them know that they won. All right, Jose, I did want to spend a couple minutes on uh, our Packers versus Cowboys preview. Um, Of course, we start every show. It doesn't have to be that long. Let's spend at least five minutes, right? Um, Yeah. How do the Cowboys beat the Red Hot Rodgers and Packers this weekend? How do we beat them? What are the keys so to got, to win?
1: I got like one two. I got like five keys here. I've got four keys. All right. So, let's see if a couple of our keys match up. All right. All right. So, I think that the biggest thing is when if if and when we blitz, we have to contain Rodgers. I think that that that's a huge asset to the Packers' offense is when Rodgers is able to scramble. Completely agree. Um, it causes so much mayhem. It's the worst. He gets, it's the he, worst. Like it is unbelievable how many times he gets. I wish I had the stat in front of me, but I'm pretty positive 75% of the time he gets a first down or at least five yards. Wow, you know, that's it's amazing. five yards plus. He's amazing. So I, I don't know. That, that I don't have that stat, but I'm pretty positive that, that would be a stat. Um, secondary needs to be sharp. Randall Cobb and Nelson have, are on the top of their games. R- Randall Cobb had an unbelievable game oh my against gosh. the Giants. And Devontae came, Adams, too. Oh my god. He came back from injury. Um so I, I'm I'm just really impressed with him. Although you minimize um,
0: the, what's his name? Yeah. He's hit. out. He might be out. Nelson. Or he might be out. Jordy Nelson, yeah. yeah he might be he out. He might
1: be out. Let's talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um third point. You gotta minimize the penalties. You can't have oh, these dumb you know.
0: I have five points then. That's one of my points. <laughs> Lord
1: have mercy. Uh, You got to execute, and you have to convert on third down. We can't just be doing all these three and outs. If we do those three and outs, then we're going to get behind the pace, and the Packers are just going to decimate us. Uh, And I think the biggest one is you got to manage the clock. Aaron Rodgers can march down the field fast, all right? And I think it's really important for us to make sure that we have the time of possession on our side. And those are my, my keys to the game.
0: No, I completely agree. I think uh the two that I had that are almost the same are pretty much the penalties. I think penalties are huge. Uh we it, we're already kind of at a mismatch with Aaron Rodgers uh being that quarterback. Yep. We can't help yep. him out with penalties, you know what I mean? We can't shoot yep. ourselves in the we can't we pretty much have to play an almost perfect game to beat I think to beat them. Yeah. Um I think that we can't shoot ourselves in the foot with penalties. Uh, I think later in the season we had some trouble with penalties. I don't think we should be doing that. Um, and then the other one I had was time of possession. I also agree with you, Jose. I think the best defense is our offense and keeping mm-hmm. Rodgers off the field. Keep, the, the less that Rodgers can stay on the field, the less he can do damage to our team. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so that's what I have. I have those two that are kind of the same. My other ones are we must start off fast. We cannot go yeah. into this game thinking that we could just coast it and yeah. run the ball we need to start fast. We need to punch them in the mouth. I think we need to yeah. um, score touchdowns and not score field goals, uh, because yeah. I think if we start scoring field goals, that's how we're going to get beat. Because I know the Packers are going to score touchdowns. That's we need what, to start off fast.
1: That's what happened with the Giants. That's what happened with the Giants. The they Giants just—they never got into the. They were just doing a bunch of a bunch of field goals. Yep. And then next thing you know, it's the third quarter, and the Packers have
0: jammed it down their throat. And yep. I completely agree. Uh, The second point I have, the second key I have, is to pressure Aaron Rodgers. Don't let him get comfortable in that pocket. Don't let him scramble out. Our D-line must dominate their O-line from start to finish. I think the more we pressure Aaron Rodgers, the more he's going to feel pressure, the more he's going to make mistakes. Um, I think we did a great job of that the first game we played them. I don't think we ever let Aaron Rodgers get comfortable um, to me, we must pressure Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Number three, our cornerbacks versus their wide receivers. We must win one-on-one battles because I think we're, there's going to be a lot of one-on-one battles, especially our cornerbacks versus their wide receivers. Um, I think once Aaron Rodgers scrambles out that pocket, which I think he'll do. I mean, you can't stop it, right? Yeah, you, you, yeah, it's going to happen. The only thing we can do is win yeah. our battles versus their wide receivers, you know what I mean? Um, and then yep. my last key of the game is... Let's keep feeding off our two rookies, Dak and Zeke. I think uh, you must uh, not only. I think Scott Linehan is the big key with Dak and Zeke. I think he has to call plays that set up Dak and Zeke for successful uh, to be successful in the game. So those yep. are my uh, keys to the game. Totally agree. Uh, know, all right. I was looking up. I was yeah. looking
1: up all these like playoff, these playoff matchups and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So the Cowboys are four and three versus the the Packers.
0: All time. Um, all time, all time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And then the
1: last playoff in 2014, we lost huge game. Any uh, Cowboys Dez, fan Dez should Dez remember that. this. Is the, the Dez, Dez a bowl, by the way? I, I've Dez said this. caught it. Yep. This is the uh, Dez, Dez a bowl. <laughs> 26 to 21 at the end of that game. Oh my gosh! Um,
0: crazy. The point spreads: 51. Dallas is favored by four. Dallas is favored by four. All right, uh, Jose. Let's end the show with our predictions. What do you think is going to oh, happen man. and the score? Oh man. You want me to go know, first? Nah, dude. You want me yeah, to go first? go first? All you right. First. I think Rogers starts slow because of our defense. I think yeah. in the middle of the game he gets hot and then I think he ends slow. Uh I think Rodgers will definitely feel the absence of Jordy Nelson if he does not play. I think Jordy I don't Nelson I I don't think he's gonna play. I don't, don't think he's gonna play. He should
1: play. He had a broken two
0: broken ribs and he was hospitalized for a night. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. I if think if he gets hit again, yeah. he's going
1: to have a punctured
0: lung. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Jordan Nelson's going to play, and I also think that he's going to feel the absence of Jordan Nelson. I think Jordan Nelson's huge for Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, I, I think agree. Dark. Dark. <laughs> I think Dak starts off slow, but gets it going with his Dak and dunks because of Scott Linehan. I think Scott Linehan is going to call some great plays to set uh, Dak up for. Uh, for uh, for uh, for uh, you know, to be successful in the game, I think Zeke has a monster game. Yeah. Uh, I think he's the key to, the, to key to the game. Honestly, I think Zeke is the key to beating the Packers. I think it'd be, if he runs it well, we can control the time possession. I think he has thirty carries for one hundred fifty plus yards, and I think he wow. he has a complete monster game. Wow. Uh, and then finally, I think it stays close for most of the game, but I think yeah. Cowboys will find a way to pull it out. I think the Cowboys will win. Mm-hmm. Thirty-eight twenty-seven, Cowboys.
1: 28. 30,
0: 38
1: 27, Cowboys. 38 27. Yep. All right. Um, man, I have to be the devil's advocate. Here we go. Here we I go. I have to. One of us I has to, right? One of us has to. I think that Randall Cobb is back. Devontae Adams is playing out of his mind. Um, I think that Aaron Rodgers is on fire right now. Um he has found the rhythm that he's needed and I don't think that the Jordy Nelson like he played most of the game without Jordy Nelson, right? Yeah and Randall Cobb yeah. went off. Um unless I unless our corners do a great job on Randall Cobb and on Devontae Adams.
0: Oh, by the way, their other wide receiver just caught got caught for uh marijuana possession today. Rodgers? Allison.
1: Oh, no. Geronimo Allison. Yeah. He's a young kid, huh? He,
0: Yeah, I think he's a rookie. But he's been playing really wow. well for them.
1: Yeah. I think that, uh, much to my chagrin, I, I just have to play devil's advocate. I, I, re- I think that the pack is going to win it. And I think they're going to win it close. I think it's going to be something like 27-25 twenty four. Twenty. with uh, Mason 24. Crosby. Yeah, hitting with game. A winner. Mason Crosby. Wow, game winner. Yeah, it's gonna be you, heartbreak it. in Dallas. Yeah, it's gonna be heartbreak in Dallas. And yeah. I, I hope um, I'm wrong, but yeah, I think we'll that see what that's how I gonna go. We'll definitely see what I, happens. I'm just such a classic cowboy fan, dude. I love it. You know, like we're we're so happy all the time, and then like we get so negative and pessimistic.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, well, we'll it's see. been awesome because. Every time you pick the other team, we end up kind of winning. So hey, So, I don't know like what's going to happen. I One think of us I has to wrong. pick the other I was, team.
1: I was wrong most of the time. But it was good because you were playing I, I like right reverse sometimes. psychology on it. You I know? was right sometimes. No, I don't want to do this reverse psychology crap. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. I'm just Jose. honestly scared. Anything else? I, I'm super scared. I think it's going to be – I think Aaron Rodgers, right. man, I think he's, he's just playing – He's balling. He's balling <laughs> right now. He's balling. <sighs> um Oh so well. Wow. We'll see what happens. I was watching
1: there. that I was watching the, the highlights as I told you, the divisional highlight uh for two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Yo, I forgot how beat up both of them were. How Rogers and Romo were so beat up during that game. Yeah. It wasn't even funny. It was like two heavyweights slugging it out. Such a great game. I'm excited. Like I'm excited. Round. I think this is
0: gonna be a really,
1: really, really good game. Um The only thing that I'm happy about, I think that really goes in our favor. Is the fact that we have home field advantage?
0: I and I and I think that I think to me that's the key. I think if this is the Lambo, I don't think we, I, I don't think we win. Dude. I don't. I yeah. think because there's no way I that think, we can
1: go to Lambo twice and yeah. do the same thing. I think
0: the difference this time around from the 2014 divisional game is that this is home in Dallas. You know. Yeah. I think the crowd is going to get loud. I think we're going to feed off the crowd. I think we're going to win. I just think we're going to win this game and. I hope I'm right and I hope you're wrong, but um I guess we'll see on Sunday, yep. Jose. Four forty we'll uh Eastern time, Come Dallas on, versus bring Packers. Your bring your popcorn. Ladies and yeah, gentlemen, yeah. that has been episode sixteen of the Weed Dumb Boys Podcast. We ran a little bit longer today. Uh we had all those awards to give out. Uh, but we thank you guys for your listens and your follows. Uh if you like us, um you can follow me at John Perez on Twitter. You can follow Jose at No Way Jose thirty six, and you can follow the podcast at weed and boys underscore pod on twitter uh if you like this um you can follow us on itunes and soundcloud please leave us a review um it's it's worth it or it's worth it, it, it hopefully you know hopefully we're, we're worth it and we'll, we'll definitely shout you guys out on air send us your cowboys definitely. questions to the twitter definitely. and uh you know until next week go cowboys uh and, and as always and as always and as always and as always, <laughs> as always. Yeah. We damn, damn boys. boys Hold up, yeah. peace Alright